Hi there and welcome to Tailfire's Influence Lab. We've uploaded all the audio recordings of our courses here, but for the full experience, please head to learn.tailfire.com. Thanks and enjoy. In this four-part series, we are talking about what is the influence economy with Ian Randolph, Head of Product and R&D at Tailify. If you haven't watched the earlier video, please do go back and check it out as it sets up why we're discussing this important topic. This is phase one or video two, which is how to find the right influencers. So Ian, please let us know. All right. Well, to add a bit more context to what you were saying, uh, thank you very much for allowing me to speak again is that um, there are three challenges that you have to tackle when you are trying to do great influencer marketing. And they parallel the three stages of the influencer marketing journey. First is finding the right influencers. And second is working with them to produce the best creative. And then third is measuring ROI. And this is, video is gonna talk primarily about how to find those influencers. Now, to help understand uh, something new or unfamiliar, it helps to approach it through an analogy. And the analogy, which I love to give uh, for influencer marketing is it, in some ways it's like dating. Um, there are a lot of people that are out there uh, that are looking for love, that are looking for the one, they're looking to be uh, uh, eternally happy in relationship. Um, and then there are a lot of unhappy people out there uh, who uh, haven't yet found it uh, or who are still searching, um, making mistakes along the way. And um, the, the difference between people who are doing influencer marketing well and influencer marketing poorly are kind of like the, the people who uh, have, have managed to figure it out, uh, have found the, the, those people that really, really resonate with them and are just building and building and building and building value, whereas others haven't, haven't quite gotten started. And it's because they're, they're playing the wrong game. If I bring it into the, uh, the marketing and the influencer marketing analogy, uh, a lot of brands uh, are playing the hookup game with influencers. They're kind of like Tinder, they're swiping left, they're swiping right. They're looking for the ones that are not doing this uh, as well as they could be, are using influencers purely for one-off short-term transactional kind of interactions. So um, as an add-on to a campaign, it's like, oh, we need some influencers here, we need some influencers there. And um, uh, Unfortunately, that doesn't produce quite the results of uh, a player like uh, a Gymshark or Lipkits uh, who are building a long-term powerful relationships with their influencers and with their audiences. To frame just how challenging of a matchmaking problem this is, uh, I want you to consider that there are 100 million influencers uh, to choose from. Now, if you just bring that back to the, the dating analogy, within your geographic dating pool, it's hard enough to find the one amid that, which may be you know, hundreds or thousands at most. But as an influencer marketer, you can really work with 100 million people, all of which could potentially make you sales and attention. Uh, and the fact is you don't have time to go on 100 million first dates. You can't meet them all, understand whether they share your values, uh, whether what they talk about is really relevant for you, whether they have the right audience for you. Uh, you, you, just, you just don't have time for that. Um, so it's a really challenging and complex matchmaking problem. And it's the, the sheer scale of that challenge, how many people, how many things you could know about these people uh, that makes it so difficult. And most brands are really, really struggling with that. So how might you solve this problem uh, in the dating context? We're looking for love. 
this is where the dating analogy works out really well. So if, if you were to approach this uh, in a dating context, uh, well, here, here's one way that you might approach it. Well, you, you'd start with your deal breakers, of course, like what are the things that uh, you're just not willing to, to give up on? And, and you'd write that down. So uh, it might be, um, uh, he has to be tall uh, or she has to be, uh, uh, a, a member of my religious sect, if that's something that's really important to me, or you know, she has to live in my in my native area. Uh, you would you you have some of these things which are just super important to you for whatever reason that you know if, if that just wasn't there, it just wouldn't be feasible. It's like I'm sorry, I just can't do distance for that long. I might fall in love with you, but if you're in China, it's a difficult it's a difficult relationship to make work. So you have your deal breaker, so you write down, and then you write down your preferences. It's like, well, you know, I would love it if he liked pets. And I'd love it if like we both like video games, because you know, I like to play that sometimes. Or it'd be great if we if we could run together. But those aren't, you know, they're 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 preferences, they're compensatory. You know, if I was a pet lover and a runner and someone, you know didn't like pets very much, but they loved running. Well, you know what? Those two could kind of compensate for one another. And we've got enough, we've got enough to go on there to get started with. And you really want to make the same kind of list when you're thinking about how to find the right influencers. You want to write down your deal breakers first. You want to figure out what are the things that are absolutely necessary for you. So let's say you're a pet food company. Well, this has to be an influencer that loves pets or has talked about pets. Um, let's say you only sell in the UK. Well, they, this influencer has to have an audience that's primarily in the UK. You would you would write down these deal breaker criteria, and then you would write down your preferences. Well, I'd love them to have a very engaged audience. Um, I'd love them to be enthusiastic uh, about what they do because you know we do we're an, an enthusiastic brand. We want that kind of energy match. Uh, so once you've once you've written those things down, well, next six times to filter. So in the dating analogy, for instance. Uh, you would start by, well, trying to go to, well, basically looking through your networks. Those networks can be, you know, networks that you already have on Facebook, or they could be um, networks that are that are out there. If you're going through, through a dating app and you could enter some of these criteria, and then you could start scrolling through profiles to try and understand, you know, is there a values match here? Or is there a match here? Do, do, I, do I sense something? Could this work? And then, of course, in, in the, the brand criteria, well, you would enter those into uh, various social search databases. Uh, there, are, there are many that are out there. Um, and you try to get a sense of, okay, of these people, you know, are, are these, you know, who, 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 could be a, who could be a good fit here? Now, one of the challenges that you might find is, you know, even after you've laid down those criteria um, and, you know, you've, you've entered them into the database and you're starting to search through, you might find, wow, there are still a hell of a lot of people uh, that could potentially fit this criteria. And then the other thing you might find is that, man, it takes a lot of time to, to figure out uh, what's the case and how do I even evaluate um, an influencer's enthusiasm level or in the dating context, you know, how do I really evaluate from a profile uh, you know, whether this person uh, is gonna be a great provider uh, or whether this person will get along with my family. Um, it takes a lot of energy to make these evaluations. And when there are so many people and so many evaluations to make uh, and you don't even know how to weight them, it's like, well, is, you know, this person loves pets and that person has a lot of money. It's, it, it just becomes an impossible cognitive tangle. And I think a, a lot of people can relate to kind of ending up in, in those kinds of situations, particularly the longer, the longer you date, the longer you look for influencers, you can really get turned around. But unless you have those clear filtering criteria, uh, 
that you really know you're looking for, you're, you're going to be a little bit lost. So even with all those filters that could leave you with a very long list of potential partners, yeah. how do you refine it down to know which ones you go ahead with? Yes. Well, that this is, this is where the art and the science comes in. Um, one of the things that, uh, that we do at Tailify to make this easier is we use AI. So um, we've trained a, uh, a several a suite of AIs to make evaluations of influencers, like how enthusiastic these influencers are. Uh, will these influencers match your values? Um, what's their level of engagement? Uh, does this audience have a propensity to buy from these influencers? And uh, that helps us to make these evaluations at scale so that you can find among the million possibles uh, who are the few uh, that are going to be a really, really good fit for your brand. Now, you can absolutely do this by hand. Uh, you'll just need to make more and more stringent filtering criteria. So have very tight engagement rates, uh, only working with influencers with high engagement rates, for instance, that will maybe narrow it down to a couple hundred. And then you look at these influencers in detail, watch their content, get a sense for, are these, are these people really going to be a, a great fit for my brand? And you really want to look in particular at values fits, as that's one of the things that our research has found uh, to be a great predictor of an influencer brand collaboration success. Does an influencer share your core values? So for instance, to evaluate that, um, what you might want to do, and this is what we do with our clients, is write down your values, either go to your brand decks or, or take a value survey uh, to understand what the core values of your brand really are. And then look through the lens of the core values. Are you an achievement-focused brand, a, a functional brand? Are you really about love and intimacy and connection? And then see do these influencers match those values? Do they resonate with you? And you can, you can certainly do that by hands. And that really is a, a wonderful and great way to do it and accessible to everyone. Um, to do that at scale, so you have a bit of a wider pool, it helps to develop AI. And that's something that we're, we're focused on at Tableify. Amazing, that's a fantastic introduction to definitely probably one of the biggest challenges that I know everyone faces in influencer marketing. Um, thank you so much, Ian, for answering how to find influencers. Do join us for the next video where we'll be answering how do you optimize with those influencers and collaborate with them effectively? Thanks so much, Ian. Thank you for having me. So uh, the key thing is you, you don't want to be on either end of the spectrum, either uh, too controlling or a doormat love or when it comes to our thanks so much for listening we really hope you enjoyed that episode please do share and give us a like and head to learn.tailify.com for more content